Couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S.bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. and broomheads hi everybody i'm alan we're gonna be talking about eyes without a face part one but uh before we started recording arlo who is with us from regina was telling an amazing story arlo i want you to tell that story you just told again and we will pretend we are hearing it for the first time hello arlo hi i i don't think it's that amazing of a story i just had a difficult day at work today and i had to kick a guy out of the building uh-huh which I, w- I wish was more unusual, truthfully. But yeah, I just finished a, a Sunday shift at the store, the Dick store. And uh, so this guy comes down the stairs. Like, we're in a great big building, and we're in the basement. And he comes downstairs, and he starts immediately being sketchy. And in my head, I was just thinking, don't fucking, do- like, don't be sketchy. Don't do stuff. I don't have the patience for this today. Like, just be normal, be normal, be normal. So he starts like looking through the garbage that's out there. We have a camera in the hallway and he starts looking through the garbage and then he like puts his backpack down and starts rooting around in the backpack. And then uh, he goes over to the wall and we're like, is he, is he writing something on the fucking wall? And like, I, this isn't like a teenager or a kid or anything. This is a grown ass man. So he starts leaving and I poke my head out and (laughs) see what he's written on the wall in the hallway. And he has written we heart eight inch cocks Uh on the wall in Sharpie. (laughs) And so I came back in and I was like, he fucking wrote on the wall. And then I, I realized that I should go suss out whether he's still skulking around the building, like a creep doing more crime so I then go back out, find him skulking around the upstairs of the building. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to ask you to leave the building. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was like, okay. And I was like, yeah, don't come back. And he was like, he was very like tweaky. Like he was definitely um, drug addled, let's say. But like, I, I'm baffled by this. Well, you didn't ask the most obvious question. 
which is who is we? Exactly. <laughs> like maybe he's a revolutionary and he just watched V for Vendetta or something. Yeah. And like we love eight inch cocks. <laughs> I'm baffled by this. I like he wasn't like with people. It's not like a te- a group of teenagers. Just like a a a grown man. This is how he's spending his Sunday afternoon. In Regina. Grown man with a cause. He's in Regina. Kind of makes sense. Um. Yeah. Why? Why eight inch? Why not? Nine yeah. or seven. Why stay? Yeah, why stop there? I don't know. <laughs> you should have said, know. "Please leave." Also, why stop there? <laughs> I mean, you, know, you could have said, you know, not, you know, yeah, you could have said crazy. to him, "Sir, our cocks only come in six, nine, and twelve <laughs> inches." I'm that's sorry. The problem: they don't have any eight-inch cocks in the room. Yeah, that's garbage and everything. That's what he was telling you. He's like, "What the fuck?" You're like Subway for dicks. Yeah, six-inch, twelve-inch. Well. That got us started. That's Arlo and Regina, everybody. Uh, who else is on? Uh, Courtney's here. Courtney, have you had any weather events in the last week? <laughs> Wait, I seriously have to think. Have we? Um, I don't perhaps, think so. Perhaps plagues of locusts. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I'm waiting for that one. Uh, no, I think it's been pretty decent this week. Knock on well, at whatever. At least you're not on fire. Yes. I think that's a bonus for all of us. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. we haven't had to evacuate the entire city. So Yeah. It does feel good not to be on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah, <I> so. <laughs> Confirmed. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh although I honestly it would be a toss up between riding the fucking teacup rides at the stupid <laughs> fair I had to go to today <laughs> or being set on fire. I don't know which I would pick. You almost threw up on the teacup ride? Yeah. Oh, like I was seriously planning out where I would turn my head and point the barf. I would point it at the <laughs> bitch lady who was a bitch to me in the lineup for the ride. But yeah, mm-hmm. okay. that's where I would have barfed. Sounds, what a wholesome afternoon. <laughs> bitch lady in line oh, yeah. going to puke all over that bitch at the fair with my kids. Yeah, yeah. I would have. She was a bitch. She deserved to be puked on. Fucking right. <laughs> and she goes, no. And you puke right in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, take it off. Well, go get a bar. When they start chewing the tobacco on the ride, they start swallowing all the tobacco juice. For- oh. Or it's well, like- Fletch has been chewing tobacco for a while, so that wouldn't have thrown him. It's like the scene in fucking Problem Child where he makes the teacup ride go fast and everyone just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally what I was thinking of. And then I was thinking of when his dog poops that really high pile of poop. Yes. Do you remember that part? That fucking movie um, is awful, by the way. Like, I, when I, I was younger and I watched it, I was like, this is pretty funny. And now I look at it and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, uh, Oh, my gosh. I know. So, I used to love it. Courtney. This- yes. <laughs> so which fair? Or, like, is this a traveling fair? Oh, or- God. Uh, yeah. I would. Yeah. Okay. It was, like an ex- um... the exhibition or something like that? Like, <laughs> Yeah. But, like, a fraction. This was, like, a little. Like, like fall fair. Kind of yeah. Thing. Like yeah, like a fall fair, but really small in a little town called South Mountain okay. outside of Ottawa. Mm-hmm. I felt really pretty there, though. I'll say that. <laughs> it was uh... <laughs> looking good. Oh God. Yeah. Shots fired yeah, at Little Mountain, Ontario. <laughs> South Mountain. South Martin, whatever the fuck. Who cares? Fugly capital of Canada. <laughs> uh-huh. It's competing. I do just want to like justify my... Um, comments about the the bitch lady but so we were lining up for this teacup ride against my I didn't want to 
Uh, but Fletch did, and I couldn't leave him go on the ride. I couldn't let him go on the ride himself. There was no one in, in line except for her. There's mo- one mom and a baby. And Fletch went in front of them to, like, look through the bars at the ride. And I was trying to tell him, you know, he's he's autistic. He's delayed. It, you have to talk to him differently. So what I was trying to tell him, like, oh, you got to wait till they're done. And then we'll open the door. And then you'll go in. And then the lady behind me, she's like, and there's a lineup. <laughs> oh no! No, no. It really isn't. There's two people. Yeah, I'm like, it's actually just you, bitch. So I just turned <laughs> around, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, and I laid it on. I hope I made her feel really fucking shitty. Anyways, <laughs> so was it actually spinning teacups, or was it like the tilt a whirl, or it was it was actually spinning teacups? Okay, because the tilt on their t- own. The tilt a whirl is my favorite ride of all time. Yes, so. it's the best. I hate the spinning teacup kind of rides, though. Oh, my God. Oh, I hate my all kids rides. kids don't even ask me to go on them with them. With them. Well, that's nice. Do you make your wife go instead? Sometimes. <laughs> all right. Uh, Tim, you're out here. Did you cuss anyone out at the fair this weekend? Or <laughs> Hey, I didn't cuss her out. Uh-huh. She just thought about it. She's cussing her out now. Yeah. You yeah. just... I hope... Maybe she's a listener. <laughs> You just fantasized about barfing on her. Yes. I did, yeah. She was a bitch. No, 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 uh, no cussing from this mouth. This, this lady. Speaking of fairs, though, we are going to the CNE, the Canadian National Exhibition, on um, this coming Wednesday. The family, so I'll uh, I'll look for some people to to swear at there because I'm sure there'll be a few poor decisions. Oh, there. we have plenty. It's fine. We'll we'll <laughs> we'll bring plenty out to the CNE. Good old Toronto. Um, Tim, if if you if, uh, go eat at the King of Curds, okay. Uh, my friends run it, and it's deep fried cheese curds. Nice. So you're saying I I should take my lactose intolerance pills before I do that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, or yeah. you could keep it interesting. Yeah. Make sure to bring <laughs> like sixty dollars because that's what all the food costs there. So actually, I've never been. I, I've I've never been to the CNE, so I'm intrigued by it. Really? Wow. Yeah. What never the been. hell? Nope. No, I've never, I've never gone like growing up in, in Stratford, we had a, a Stratford fall fair and that was enough carny folk for most of us to deal with. I did go to the Pacific national exhibition though, when my wife was living out in Vancouver. So I assume it's similar. It's the nature. same thing. It's the same touring. Yeah, it's group. a little bit bigger. I think. What is it called in uh, Regina Arlo or does it come through Regina? It comes through Regina. It's the, uh, it used it to be dirt. called it used to be called Buffalo Days. Now it's called the Queen City X. All right. In Winnipeg, it's the Red River X. Uh, the yeah. Calgary so Stampede. I, I didn't realize that every province kind of had one. I kind of thought there was like the one in Ontario, because again, obviously everyone only thinks about Ontario. And then I thought the West did one because they wanted something. I didn't realize there was kind of one in every province. Yeah, it travels. Yeah, I, I assume it's the same touring company. Uh, so it goes around all summer. In Edmonton, it's called Klondike Days, uh, which is dumb. <laughs> like most things, yes. So, um, I believe again, Ben, who we mentioned a few weeks ago, who said, you know, the, the test of friendship is if you've been swimming with somebody. Uh, when we, <laughs> when we lived in Edmonton and Klondike days came, people dress up in like old timey, like gold rush outfits. And Ben was like, What's going on here? A Ferris wheel has come to town. I must dress up like I'm, not, <laughs> like I'm looking for gold. <laughs> so. uh, my, my sister lives in Calgary, and she calls the Calgary Stampede uh, Cowboy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
so there was there was a few years ago a famous incident at the Calgary Stampede where a uh, a lady and two of her male friends were in an alley right kind of by the Stampede. Uh, each of them <laughs> in a different position around her. And uh, to this day, Sarah, my fiance, calls it a Calgary Stampede. So nice. I can now no longer say the words without thinking of that image. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, out to uh, Newfoundland. Do you guys have an ex out there? No, we do not. Oh man, uh, full stop. Uh, no, we have a few things of like you know restaurants i guess uh but we have nothing like cne <laughs> we have nothing of the sort we have a traveling uh circus or fair of like rides and stuff like uh ferris wheels and stuff that just goes around and it's uh hosted by the uh the circus folk the carny folk but but we don't have anything like that it's not called like long treat fest or Oh, I wish uh, <laughs> uh, like a fried long treat. Oh, also, I have to apologize because today, uh, well, I did do one cultural thing. I did uh, forge for chanterelles, which was good, which oh. upped my my fancifulness. And uh, but now uh, for the rest of the day, I watch UFC and watch these two fucking episodes. So I'm much stupider than I was when I woke up this morning. <laughs> So, just wanted to say, I haven't finished watching UFC yet. Uh, I'm a kind of a closet fan of it because it's like I don't promote it, but I do kind of enjoy it. I used to judo, so I kind of find it cool. Uh, that's some type of weird <laughs> brag, even though I quit. So, anyways, uh, no CNE, uh, Rails, and me stupid. So, uh, yeah, on with the show. Who's next? Well, I'll take it back, and let's get into the episode that made us all that much stupider. Uh, Ooh. I believe, for me, this episode uh, was like the Jump the Shark episode. Uh, well, I thought the exact same thing. Yeah. Yes. Really? Oh, it's yes. The, it's the end of the road. Like, it's the the legacy. Everything is in the grave. Fonzie's coming with the shorts on and the, <laughs> and the leather jacket, and he got those big old skis, and here he comes for this this couplet of episodes. Yes, yeah. agreed. Yeah, there was a moment in this episode, I'm sure you all know where it is, where I just gave up. I was just like, <laughs> who, who cares about, like, there clearly is no past in the Degrassi universe. Like, no. everything yeah, is like for the moment. Yeah, it's like they reset every week now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, let's just get into it, because... It's Sunday night, and uh, yeah, we don't want to be up too late before we all work next week, except for the teacher out there, lazy teacher. I sure don't, baby. <laughs> I'm not working tomorrow, oh, so I can stay up late. <laughs> this is Eyes Without a Face. We're going to do part one in this episode. This is episode uh, five of season six of Degrassi, The Next Generation, airing in Canada December 12, 2006, in the U.S., October 20th, 2006, written by Shelley Scarrow and directed by Phil Earnshaw. Does anybody out there want to talk about the uh, Eyes Without a Face song? I can talk about the Eyes Without a Face movie. Uh-huh. Um, I'm assuming it's named after the song in keeping with naming the episodes after 80s tunes. Um, but the movie is from 1960. It's a French movie, Les Yeux Sans Visage. Mm. Um, and uh, it is basically about a, like mad doctor whose uh, daughter's uh, face becomes disfigured and then he lures other women and uh, steals their face to try to transplant it onto the, his daughter's face. 
uh, to repair mm. her face. Um, Sounds like it's my a, kind of movie. It, it's a horror movie. So, uh, yes. yeah. It seems like it has a lot to do with uh, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, Billy Idol took that title and it was the... Uh, you know, it was the reason why he wrote the song Eyes Without a Face, which was released in 1983 off of the Rebel Yell LP. Song's okay. My favorite story about it is that they shot the a music video over three days with, like, fog machines and all the regular shit that you'd have for a music video. And when Billy Idol was then flying to Arizona, he discovered that his contact lenses had fused to his eyeballs. <laughs> and they had to oh. take them off in a very gross way and he had to be bandaged in the eyes for multiple days as his as, according to the wick guy his scraped corneas grew back so so face without the eyes is yeah. what you're saying yes yes um he says oh that's not funny <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh let's just let's just go because i think we all are going to have a lot to say with this episode all right so we start spinner and darcy are smooching in his car outside of darcy's place and darcy says her parents and claire are watching them claire would be darcy's sister we'll talk about claire in a moment and darcy this whole like i love god but also i want to fuck so badly Mm. uh she's she is she loves making out that girl they are she does yeah yeah And I will say, like, a lot of the couples on the show, it does feel like they're kind of brother and sister kissing. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, I, Darcy t- tends to sell it a little bit better. Yeah. So we cut to Darcy in her house, looking at her blog, and we see Claire for the first time. Claire Edwards, who I would say mm-hmm. we're about to wrap up kind of like the first half of Degrassi, the Next Generation franchise. For the second half, Claire is like a top three, like, major character. So oh, wow, really? I would, she's yeah. like a main main protagonist. No yeah. way. Like, yeah. 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 Doesn't she have one of like the biggest relationships that people talk about in this new Yes. Yeah. Yes. Generation? Yeah. So it, yes, it, we will we will go on to see Claire a lot. Yeah, it's a yeah. slow build. Um but Claire is now around. So we won't see her a lot in the next like season or two and then boom, she's everywhere. And you know, I I thought that actually the the actress did a really good job in that. Like considering her young age, like she actually did a really great job in this episode. Like I think, you know, as we all know in Degrassi, sometimes the acting is a little bit wooden, and uh, it it's not a surprise to me based on the job she did in this episode that they wanted to have her back. Truthfully, yeah. And uh, also, I wrote. I mean, this is at the end of the next episode. Claire, the only person. Like intelligent person, and like <laughs> in this uh-huh. whole fucking like two parter. Like seriously, it's ridiculous. Uh, Aislinn Paul is uh, the name of the character who plays Claire, and again throughout uh, uh, throughout Next Gen as she appears later on. So Claire asked Darcy why she writes on a blog that no one reads, which you could ask me that back at the same time. Same. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, I'm gonna write about that in my blog, man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so is, is this the the my room blog? Um, is this supposed I, to be my space? I think yes. so. I okay. Shout out. Yeah. Um, so, do you think people write in blogs anymore, or do they just do fucking like YouTube that no one watches? Oh, I still think there's lots of people. A lot of those cooking blogs. A lot of like stay at home moms who seem to put out blogs on their <laughs> recipes. Hashtag jump to recipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I know. Listen, I don't need 17 pictures of every angle of some brownie you made. 
so we have uh, Claire is watching cheerleading on television. I guess they share a room. So she says to Darcy, it's good that you have friends, even if they're invisible. And then Darcy takes a look at her main blog photo, which is her like in cutout shorts, but the camera makes sure to zoom like right where her ass would come out of the shorts. I guess <laughs> I guess to show that Darcy uh, is thinking about like the photos that she's posting. I don't know. An ass. Yeah. So then we got the show open. I just wanted to mention to everybody that um, Shanae Grimes uh, is 16 in these two episodes. Lovely. Oh, jeez. Thanks for that <laughs> reminder. Man, yep. I'm so Great. pleased. Uh, so Shantae, Manny, and Darcy are talking about new uniforms for Spirit Squad. And Darcy, who is just looking at her own butt coming out of short shorts, does not want the outfits to be too revealing. And says they cannot get new uniforms because of the budget. And uh, she also says she's got a plan for how the squad can get to regionals. They are going to recruit male cheerleaders. No, and... no, they're just going to recruit males. Well, she says boys, right? Yeah, boys, not even necessarily <laughs> cheerleaders. Yeah. Uh, also, at this point, I had to pause and be like, why is Manny just putting up with Darcy? Like, we oh. just went through the last couple of episodes. Here's my first arrow in my notes. Did the show forget Manny's dislike of Darcy? Yes. Uh, so Manny doesn't get the thought about boys at first. Darcy explains that basically the guys can do lifts and throws and she was watching it the night before on TV. Manny, Just side note, they, the girls were already doing lifts in previous episodes. Yes. <laughs> but were they uh, doing throws? That's the question. Yeah. Who's, whose ankle did they break? Paige. Manny's? On purpose. They broke Paige's on leg. On purpose? Yeah. Because they were doing lifts? Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Manny asks if Darcy decided to recruit guys without consulting the choreographer, and Darcy's like, that's why I'm the captain. And I had two thoughts. One is, Manny should have fucked off again, right then and there. And secondly, Manny and Darcy shouldn't be making these decisions. It should be a teacher. <laughs> Manny would not be the choreographer of a cheer routine. Also the budget. Not for children. <laughs> well, <laughs> and remember... Now, the re- I know that there's not enough money to get uniforms, but they would have no idea... Other than that, there'll be no discussion. Uh, Let's also recall, and I'll ask the question in case you don't remember. Why is Manny the coordinator of the cheer squad and not in it? Does everybody remember? The answer is because she had her tits shown to the whole school and was vilified (laughs) and kicked off cheer squad by Darcy. And so this coordinator position is like a... You know what? Like a, a concession to her to keep her around. So yeah, she's just consulting. Yeah, keep that in mind, everybody. Great. Uh, Peter da, 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 arrives at school, <laughs> says good morning to Emma, who blows him off, and Miss Hatzalakis, his mother, his shitty mother, tells him to go to class and to not focus on girls. Yeah, uh, Peter Michael. Emma's not just a girl; she's amazing. Ugh. She's more than a girl. Toby is going through morning announcements, and as he's doing this, we see the class just fucking around. Yeah, J- what is this again? Like, Yes, go. It's like Michelle Pfeiffer was going to pop through the door and settle these guys down. It was like it was an unruly group of... It's like kids partying. Like They may as well have had like the kids with the boombox in the back and like somebody <laughs> lighting up a smoke. Like The classroom is totally out of control. No <laughs> teacher. It's... It's Dangerous Minds. It is. Hey, kids. Michelle Pfeiffer hey, kids. was going to be there. Hey, kids, did you know Shakespeare is kind of like rap? He's like <laughs> kind of the first rapper. Hmm? 
Anybody? Cool. Kids? Yeah. <laughs> and then the teacher does like one of their, you know, when teachers used to make raps up and thought it was cool. Yeah. My, yeah. Na- Boom. Yo, my name is. <laughs> but first, so she, she'd sit in her chair backwards. Oh. We had to. Like we had to. I was in French school, of course, so we had to learn like can't touch this by NC Hammer, but like French, so it would be like. No touch pas. Oh my god. I noticed even the you're doing in a French accent. Je suis un super dope homeboy, frère de Oaktown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Toby is in there and he mentions and Toby's fucking around, too. And like Toby or not Toby, sorry, JT, JT, who I mean, we haven't seen JT a lot in this season. In fact, I think the last time we saw all these people was when they were walking to school in the first episode of the season six being like, we're in grade 12 now. And then. Yeah. Uh, yes, correct. Five episodes later, JT has his mouth stuffed full of gum, and he's like, guess how much gum I'm chewing, Liberty, mother of his child, by the way. Yeah, c- could not mm-hmm. be more gum. Yeah, Toby mentions that there are some additions for some sort of PJ gig, which is, there's a few things weird about this. Well, first of all, um, who wants, Courtney, do you want to describe what a PJ is? No. Okay. <laughs> like PJ Fresh Phil. Yeah, it's like a the war on the grog. It's a program jockey, right? It's a you know probably usually a, a teenager or a young adult who is hosting the bumpers between cartoons for children on TV. Like uh, a DJ, but with programming. Yeah, we have them on YTV yes. here in Canada. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're so yep. for some reason at Degrassi, they are talking about auditions for a PJ gig, which would I would assume have nothing to do with Degrassi. Uh, Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Well, they're maybe they're advertising at all the local high schools. <laughs> yes. That exist. Supposedly. Over the announcements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, JT apparently had this position before and now wants it again. Liberty still blows him off. And then <laughs> Darcy comes in to make an announcement looking for male cheerleaders. And because this is, what, 2006, she has to mention that George W. Bush was a cheerleader. So. <laughs> Because oh that would spurn God. every teenage male in Canada's interest. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good old W. Uh, Shantae and Darcy talk about short shorts again, and Darcy is still not into it. But, of course, Peter has to insert himself into the conversation and is like, well, Darcy, you were wearing quite the short shorts on your blog page. The first time that somebody mm-hmm. should have slapped him full across the face. Right, this is the same kid that is on house arrest, in theory, street racing, almost helping to be accessory to kill a guy who also was taking nude photos of people, and he's just, just runs his mouth constantly. He doesn't give a fuck. Gives gives zero fucks. It could have been called uh, Ted Bundy, the younger years. (laughs) (laughs) It's so terrible. I hate it. I at least appreciate that they're giving Peter now they seem to be like, and I don't know what happens with him in the future. I'm sure he gets some kind of redemption or we're supposed to feel sorry for him or something. At least in these episodes, he's very clearly being painted as the villain. Fair. He is. Which I, I appreciate. So I never had a problem with the fact that you need like a villain character. That's fine. But the problem is that he will never get his just desserts and he will turn into like, like again, there was, there was uh in this home when i was watching with my stepkid they 
uh, moved. They skipped a whole bunch of seasons and went straight to like the Netflix Degrassi. And then in one episode, Peter, who's now in his, you know, early 20s. And of course, like running a fucking like music company shows up again. And it's like, oh, are you the Peter Stone? And he's like this heroic character. And I'm like, he shouldn't be around children. Like, what the fuck? guy's a piece of shit yeah like why are we writing this like why are we saying this guy comes out of this okay he's a piece of shit like come to fuck this is before me too right uh i don't know if the well yeah it was the netflix one i mean yes yes yeah big time yeah that's what that's normal like manny continues to suffer the consequences of what Uh happened and and peter gets uh better and more popular and yeah and i know it's i know it's a tv show and they don't owe anything to anybody but <laughs> the whole theme of this thing is women girls suck it up get over it oh, <laughs> oh, don't yes. expect an apology move don't on. expect any come up as don't expect anything move on yep. and don't look and that's it that's the that yeah. that message keeps coming up and it's enraging it's yeah. so oh. terrible like the world is terrible and you have to take the fall every time. So I mean, I guess up. they needed a new Gross. devil now that Jay the Skeet's not really on very often. Like Fuck, this they're is all devils. It's nonstop yeah. with Peter, though. It's nonstop. Yeah, but it's not even just Peter. It's this the overall theme of this episode, as we will see. Uh, as it like on. very predatory, like and one pr- later on. Spoiler: one predator is bad, but then other predators are. <laughs> kind of fine and funny like stop <laughs> stop uh, hate it uh so snake walks into the class and totally dead pen is like it's hard drive maintenance day can you stand the excitement i can't so uh, and i don't know like i don't know if he's tired i don't know if he's joking i mean he is emma's stepfather he's probably very very oh tired man God. <laughs> so i mean really the last we heard from snake is he got back together with spike yes ish right and then we kind of haven't heard from them since right so uh he did tell emma that she there was a lot of competition for the charity dollar i believe so Mm, yes (laughs) yes very important very important so we have jt complaining to toby about liberty thinking he's immature and jt or toby tells jt he's always talking about liberty and is clearly obsessed and then he calls liberty boring and refers to her as oatmeal and at that very moment, uh, we have a new character. It's uh, Mia? It's, Maya? It's the meatball sandwich. Yes. <laughs> she says, oh my God, it's PJJT. And she says her daughter loves him. And he's, she says she'll get an autograph later. So Toby says, yep, she's not oatmeal. And JT's like, no, she's a meatball sub with extra cheese and spicy sauce. So these women are food. So. Oh my god! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> what? How, how else would you describe a chick? Come yeah. on! There's no other way. <laughs> and then he uh, ditches school to audition. So again, kids just leaving school to do other things. And uh, maybe this is dumb, but like, how do you go from porridge to meatball sub? Like, you could say like. Frosted Flakes or something that makes a little bit more sense. (laughs) It's a a weird leap. Yeah, another type of food. Chicks or other types of food, too. Yeah. What what about pizza with extra cheese, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a type of, I don't know, burrito of some sort. (laughs) (laughs) 
So we see an addition for Spirit Squad. It's the addition for guys. We have Derek and Danny providing, I guess, comic relief because they're super awkward. And, of course, Peter comes in and Manny immediately is like, additions are over. Like, we're done. But Maybe the best thing that happened in this episode, if that would have been where it stopped. Yes. Right? Like, it makes sense where she would say, get him the fuck out. No dice. Uh, but, but he... No. Yeah, but he does a handstand, an assisted handstand, by the way. He's got Derek mm-hmm. and Danny holding his legs up. And, and Darcy's like, oh, he might be good. And that's enough for Darcy to say, I think we've got something here. Yep, yep. We're going to cut this, Mia, and we're going to keep this guy. Is it during this time that, like, Danny is just sexually harassing Manny? Or does that happen in a future cheer meet? I think When he's, he's just like, what... When's the time when I get to touch your inner thighs? It, like it made my skin crawl, and oh, I was—it's just too. like this casual sexual harassment. Ugh. Like I want to slap the writers of this I, episode. I noted it here is like this is the dialogue of an '80s sex comedy, sex romp. <laughs> it really is. It's stupid. It's bad. It's totally sexist. It's dangerous and, and dangerous, like, and like gro- it's just gross. It's like, and there's no like. This okay. Spoiler again for these two episodes. There's no anybody being kind or anything. It's all horn dogs, and it's just like, oh, it's terrible. I hate it. Well, it's I not just, real I, conversation. Like, there's nothing real about it. It's just I very. Think I would have been a ugh. little bit less repulsed by it if it hadn't been so specific. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they were just like, oh, when do we get to the part when we get to lift you girls lift or you. something like that? Like yeah. something a little bit like less, but like specifically talking about her inner thighs. Yeah. Ew. I'm just like, I, you know, this is, this is not, this is like, they should have gotten smacked. Well, I'm they should have got suspended. They should have got suspended. Like this yeah. is, this passive treatment of this is, and then girls watching this are like, oh yeah, okay. And it's, again, it's, it's not, that's a normal way to get talked to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yep, no, it's up. it's not it. Yeah, it's not the fact that these characters are saying it. It's it's a thing that happens. Like it definitely happens. It's the fact that in this show, the writers have not written in any consequences. And in fact, no. Derek and yeah. Dan, Derek and Danny, and you'll see this in this episode and the next one, are kind of like comic relief. Like it's supposed to be funny. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> it's it's problematic. Yeah. It really nah, is. It's so yeah. bad. It's like, it just, yeah, it's like, this is what you have to put up with girls. There's yeah. nothing, no way get used just, to it. Yeah. Like, because if it was flipped, then uh, one of the girls goes, whip that dick out. Let me <laughs> see it. Put it, when I get put, to- it out, put it out on your leg. Do it. Fucking do it. <laughs> I did that. People are like, what? You can't say that. <laughs> uh, so then we'll wean us out. If we're not angry enough. Manny says that Peter has serial killer vibes and he's satanic. And Peter, as offended as possible, is like, I'm right here, Manny, and I have ears, you know. (laughs) It's like, like, she's like, fuck Fuck right off. It's so infuriating. So bad. It's so funny, too. Like, you know. Darcy is so enamored by Peter as being an option for this cheerleading team when, you know, like the two things that male cheerleaders really need is like tumbling skills, which we just saw Peter being held up by those two fucking fucks, and then strength. And Peter's got the arms of like my seven-year-old child. Uh-huh. <laughs> like nothing about this screams we need to give. And 
he took the and he, Manny hates him. Nothing about him screams we should give him a shot. Nothing. So we get the comment about the inner thighs. Uh, Peter then does a lift with Darcy and is successful at it. And so again, what was it with with Mia in a previous episode? Like she did one move, and they were like, "That's our secret weapon." Uh, that's Darcy, <laughs> by the way. So now Peter does a lift, and Darcy's like, "Regionals, here we come." <laughs> we're back on track. Yeah. So after practice, Peter tries to start a conversation with Darcy, who immediately says she has a boyfriend. And Peter says, well, if I join a club, then I can stay out um, from being grounded longer. And it's like, you go out when you want anyways. Like, <laughs> Your mom is shitty and she doesn't pay attention and you do what the fuck you want. Uh, so he says, I'm tired of getting A's and I read all the boring blogs of the kids at school. But then he's like, uh, Darcy, yours is actually good because you're smart and funny and you look good in shorts. And I wrote in parenthesis, which means he jacks off to her photos. <laughs> he might as well have rubbed his hands together and licked his lips when he said that. Yep. Darcy Darcy calls out to Miss H and uh, says, Peter is ready to leave. So, and that's it. Again, not like uh, he's harassing me. Like he's sexually harassing me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Peter then is like, I'm going to link your blog. And I know a lot of people. So... Fuck. So JT is auditioning for this PJ role, and apparently he's cut his finger with safety scissors. And they well, he was doing this. He was doing this kids show before, right? Like this thing. And then I I can't remember exactly what happened. He, I think it was like his drug use or something like that. And yeah. The pressure of like yeah, Liberty's pregnancy and all that stuff, and it got messed up. So he's trying to get his old job back. Oh, no, he qu he quit to get a real job. Yes, that's what he did. When then yeah, he stole yeah. drugs, so he could support the, Liberty. The that's what he did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he tells him he wants this job back because he feels respected when he does it, and they're like, "Well, good news, you're hired." So they hire him back. So good for him. Uh, Spinner and Darcy are again smooching goodbye, and he says, "See you tomorrow." And she's like, "Why don't you want to kiss more?" <laughs> So, and, and Spinner is like, I don't know, like, do you want me to finger bang you? Do you want me to shake your hand? Like, I don't know what you like want. Like, we're in a car in front of your home. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like the first time me? Spinner makes sense ever in Degrassi. It's like, I don't get what you're talking about now. Uh, yeah, Claire and Spinner become the smartest people in this episode. It's like, how far we have fallen. Yeah. Yeah, it's like idiocracy. Where like oh, it's absolutely. not like it's not like Spinner's gotten smarter. Just the whole world has gotten <laughs> stupid around him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I do think that this is kind of like, you know, like teenage girls have so much turmoil, like emotional turmoil going on inside of them, and like they're having all of these complex like it, like mature emotions, and the men in their life are just like. What? <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> so, like, I think that this is kind of realistic in a way. Like she's not able to even verbalize what she's what she's having a problem with at all, and uh, like he is powerless to help her. Yeah, that's not just a teenage girl problem, FYI. Insane. So she's like, "Aren't you tired of always being good?" And I was like, "Spinner." caused someone to get shot, almost burnt down the school, like, you know, was, I forget if he was on drugs and, like, fucked somebody <laughs> behind her back. I think he is okay with being good for a while. And so... Uh, they were on a break. Yeah. And, uh, she... Well, and the funny thing with him, he's like, I'm trying to respect you right now. I'm trying to... Like, you keep saying... 
like to stop this stuff. I don't understand what you well, want. Well, like Spinner right now, his only objective is to be good. Like he's yeah. he's trying really hard to be like a born again like a virgin situation like his that's his his primary objective but like he's like don't you don't you ever get tired of it he's like probably like his balls <laughs> must look like a smurf right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah so she's like i don't know i just want something and she leaves and then when she gets inside claire is like is your bra still done up Which, again claire the hero of this episode and uh, Darcy goes to check her blog, and there's all sorts of emails. Claire tries to sneak a look, and Darcy tell, kicks her out of the room. So Darcy sees a message that's basically like, more picks, more picks, yeah. more picks. Yeah. Uh, so, she picks, so she picks an album up to find a photo and scan it, and I wrote in all caps, thank God they didn't have smartphones at this time. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I said the shout-out to the scanner printer. Yes. She finds a photo of herself in a bikini, Posing next to a tree for some reason. Uh, it's that it's a tree of invisibility so Jesus doesn't see her. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. He's looking. Yeah, so she gives yeah. it a good old-fashioned scan and sends the photo. The next day it's... Uh, the next day it's I remember the first time I got one of those scanner printers and I was like, what voodoo just made this work? That I was able to put a picture on there, press this button, and it was on my computer. Is this a future? I was impressed she had one. It's fancy. Me too. That's got to be expensive like, oh, back then. In your room? I had one in university. Crazy. Um, also, shout out to those of us who had to like have our pictures processed by a person. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> You never knew what you were getting until you got it, really. <laughs> well, I know what I, pictures I was taking, and I was like, oh, that sucks that somebody's going to see this, but oh, well. so the next day at school darcy meets up with spinner who gives her a bracelet that he made out of a leather jacket for some reason darcy sits you shouldn't have Uh, darcy sits down at a school computer and sees more comments on her blog and peter comes along <laughs> he's just always Saddled there, up like a snake. Oh, and he's like, "I linked you up with some friends and uh, sent them your way." And she's like, "Who's this Adams?" And Peter's like, "Oh, me and Adams were tight." Yeah. And she asks what he's like, and Peter's like, "Oh, I know where this is going. Adams yeah. is from a private school, and he's his friends say is he's cute and like and super rich." Yeah, and I, at this point, I'm like, "Peter is Adams," which he isn't. Spoiler alert! But that's the first thought I had, right? Because uh, Darcy doesn't bother to look into anything, doesn't ask for a photo, no, nothing. It's just Adams on a screen. I love him. <laughs> so, Why is it Adams I, plural? Adams. I thought, yeah, that was weird. He's, the focus he's eyes like without it. a face. Yes. <gasps> oh, boo, boo. <laughs> I get it. I understand, but boo. <laughs> So more guys being clumsy at cheerleading. Derek and Danny suck at it. Darcy looks over at Peter. He's still good at lifting. So yay. Uh, Maya is Mia. I I can't remember. Mia, Mia, Maya. Mia. 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 Sitting in the hall. Yeah. JT. Mia or Maya, Courtney? Mia, Maya. (laughs) Just call her a meatball sub. Who cares? (laughs) Big meatball sub is in the hallway. (laughs) Yeah. JT comes and sits. JT comes over to her and he's supposed to sit next to her kind of like 
the the whole like sneaky move like oh i didn't know you were there and i'm sitting by you he sits basically on her lap like almost in her face <laughs> and then she looks over and is like it's pjjt and he's like oh hi and they're like nose to nose so uh so courtney one would say uh jt does not have a lot of riz oh yeah he's totally lacking the riz yeah uh, so PJJT, she says, oh, that's a lot of letters for a little guy. And we make a dick joke. He's like, what have you heard? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. And then as he's having this conversation with her, telling her that he got his job back and that her and her kid can come see a taping, we see him knowing that Liberty is out in the, like in the, what, the outside area they're looking on. And she hugs him and Liberty's looking very sad and... Like Liberty, is, who's been a total bitch to him for no reason for every interaction that we've seen with them. So he's moving on. I mean, he's moving on, but he's like, it's not like he's moving on and not into Liberty. Like, he's looking right at her when he hugs Mia. She's like, you don't have to be a dick either, JT. Well, just because he wants a meatball sub doesn't mean he might not still like oatmeal. Yeah. Maybe I can put some oatmeal on the meatball sub. Oh. <laughs> hey, oh. So Peter is helping to clean up after... Oh, this is the end, by the way. Right here. This is it. The end of Degrassi. Oh, yeah. Peter, yeah. Courtney, be honest. Did you watch this episode? Because I'm... <laughs> because I, I if you, I want to know seriously because I'm, I, I, want, I want you to listen very carefully to what I'm about to say and get your reaction if you didn't watch it. I did. Okay. Okay. Well... I promise. Okay. Well, Peter helps clean up after practice. And he's talking about Adams and how he likes Darcy's photos. And then Peter pulls out a camera and Manny is there and she's like, uh, there is a policy against Peter and photos. And then I wrote the rest of this in all capital letters. And then he proceeds to take sexy photos of Manny and Darcy. Mm -hmm. And they're laughing yep. and giggling and all into it. I fucking hate everything about this. <laughs> Mm, burn it down. I just wrote down this show is so confusing. Chain the doors. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe the problem is they need to stop having a different writer for every show. <laughs> like they don't remember. They, they don't talk to each other. Or just not have a show. That's fine too. <laughs> oh yeah. They like, could have just quit. Yeah. Like Manny and and Darcy are like hamming it up for the camera, right? Like fucking like riding the the pole vault and like smacking each other's ass. And like, they're uh, and they're all just like, ah, 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 ah. Yeah. what in the fuck am I watching? Yeah, uh, a disaster. Yeah, like they, this is mortifying. To yeah, me. they could have said like, remember in the eighties when the uh, school caught fire? Oh, we didn't put it out completely. It's still going. Oh no, it burns <laughs> down the whole school and everybody in it. Oh, <laughs> da da da. We're done. This whole series. R.I.P. Degrassi. I don't even know yeah, where to start. He, you know, I, 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 he sent the photos. He didn't apologize. Time passed. Then why he would he apologize? He doesn't have to. Yeah. Then he fucked over uh, her friend and Sean. Doesn't apologize for that. No trouble for that. And again, okay, so he gets away with it with his shitty mom and the teachers and whomever, right? But fucking Manny, who in this episode is like, he's bad news. And in this scene is like, he's, he's bad news, is then like, Ah, fuck it. Sexy photo shoot. What the fuck? <laughs> so much fun. Uh -huh. You won't do anything with the pictures this time, will you? <laughs> Saucy. Like, Promise. Come on. Promise. Uh. Wink. <laughs> Sorry. 
swear. <laughs> oh, just kidding. It's okay. Uh-huh. I feel too sexy. <laughs> right about now. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure why they chose Manny for this. Right? Like, you could have chosen anyone from the Spirit Squad. Could have been that Shantae. Yeah, how about, how about Shantae? She likes the short shorts. Like, get Shantae in on the action. Like, what? Uh, why does it have to be fucking Manny? Which makes no sense. Yeah. Like, even if you had Manny being like, you need to watch out for him. It's bad news. Oh, you shouldn't do photos. I'm really offended. But no, she has to be the one. She has to be the second person. It's ridiculous. It's so, yeah. It's fucking embarrassing. Yeah. And so then at the end of the shoot, the girls take the memory card and Peter's like, print some off for me. <laughs> and they're all oh, Peter, that little devil. <laughs> oh, you shyster. Yeah. Like uh, this should be a, an episode that is studied like in, in some sort of university <laughs> or something about it. Like just it, everything wrong about our society. And in, in film school in a class called don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> like why white Boys do so much raping. I was was thinking if they do another Degrassi Palooza, but they do Next Generation, I don't know if I could go to it because I feel like I would would go and ask those questions. Yeah, like I would would ruin it, right? (laughs) Or make it better. And I bet it would do wonders for our podcast. If you think we're bitching a lot here, come listen to Narbos and Brewheads. We literally hate the show. Come on, everybody. I just want them so much to do better, and it's in the past, so it's impossible. (laughs) It's just, and it's so casual. Like, that's the thing that is is the worst part, is, like, all of this is happening, and it's not even, like, a big, like, part of of the show. It's just... This is what happens if you want male cheerleaders. Well, they're going to have to touch your inner thighs and, you know, like, oh, it just makes. Google. I mean, I think I think the the sentiment of the story being, you know, Internet safety and, you know, like nothing's ever erased when you like put things online. I I, I don't think the message is bad, but it's this kind of stuff where, again, why is it Manny? But like, why does the message of internet safety have to also involve like the sexual harassment of of the girls in the school? Yeah. Well, I mean, fair, fair. But like stuff like that, like those pictures being put up, that stuff was happening. Yeah. Right? And, so, exactly. I mean, like, like Alan was saying, it, it happens, but you have to like, and that's the whole point of putting this on the show is that, yes, we acknowledge this sort of stuff happens, but you have to teach the right yeah. thing. There has to be some comeuppance. There has to be. They're, they're like like Manny shouldn't be in this. It just it does doesn't make a whole lot of continuity sense at all. And like if also this... the, the 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 males in the show need some more consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah 100%, they need some 100%. consequences Absolutely. for their for their poor behavior when it comes yeah. to you know gender roles and Ugh. sexual harassment and stuff. There's no there's no evenness to it. It's like yeah. females, well, it's... you are you are prey. Uh, males, ah, fuck it, you're predators. It's fine. Well, just you know, whatevs. If this was, if this was an episode of The Wire, I'd get it. Like, because The Wire <laughs> is real life, and they'll be like, yeah, sometimes shitty things happen, yeah. and there are no consequences, and people get away yes. with it. Yes, um, but and like if they put but it, Degrassi's supposed to teach. Yeah, but Degrassi is on Nickelodeon, and fucking like it's a kids show. They're mm-hmm. so I get it. It's not realistic that they always get their just desserts, but it should happen in this show. For well, sure. And people shouldn't yeah. be comic relief or heroes or, who, you know, they shouldn't be depicted that way if they're horrible 
people. <laughs> yeah. Or, or and also like it it should happen in this show if the characters do the right things to to deal with it. So Manny yeah. should be like, I'm gonna fucking tell Miss Sove and the fucking principal, your mom, like what's going yeah. on. Like fuck this shit and just take care of it, and then shit happens, right? But yeah, yeah. Like again, if if this had happened with Shantae and Darcy and Manny didn't know about it and then found out and then blew it all up, I'd be like, great. Like, but nope. No one says anything. Manny is cool with this. I don't get it. And she's not going to be cool with it later. And uh, spoiler alert, these pictures are going up on the internet, everybody. So, (laughs) yeah. So Darcy, (laughs) later on, not at home, in the computer lab, at school. After school, where it's dark. Yeah, there's a janitor washing the window, and she's posting the sexy photos on a password-protected site and advertising that the cheer team needs new uniforms. Great. Which, again, we're going to see in the next episode, Snake is going to say to Darcy, don't you know we can see everything that you do on the internet? Well, (laughs) apparently not. So, nope. So... (laughs) Uh, Darcy walks out of school. Spinner's been waiting for over an hour. So she smooches him and then says, I can't stay out long because there's a lot of emails waiting for me. And at no point is Spinner like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right? Right? Like, it's just a normal thing that she's saying out of the blue. Like, have you ever blown off something? Like, well, got to go. Lots of emails to get through. (laughs) Right. Like if it was uh, at that age, like she's some <laughs> CEO of a business. Yep. Well, I mean, she is running some sort of business, yeah, I guess. Kind so. of. It's like OnlyFans so. preview. Yeah. We will soon. Uh, JT finishes taping his show and takes a pie to the face, and we have Mia and Isabella watching along. And Mia asks JT afterwards if he wants to get something to eat, and JT hesitates long enough uh, that she realizes he may not be interested. And she leaves while he is protesting for her to stay. He's like, come back, meatball sub. (laughs) 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 You're so spicy and cheesy. (laughs) Uh, So next day at school, Manny tells Darcy that the page she posted um, should stay password protected. So, which I then wrote in all caps. Or maybe don't post them online at all, Manny. Maybe that's what Manny should be saying, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, she's like, as long as her password protected, I guess. Darcy says she shared the password with one guy who has a lot of money. And then Peter. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you won me over with that. Yeah. <laughs> first I was like, don't use the dun, 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 dun for Peter. But now I'm totally on board. Just when he fucking swoops in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, to save the day. Yeah, and he tells them both, oh, Adams loves Darcy, and he sent $200 as a thank you, which Darcy is into, but Manny says is creepy. But that's all she says. <laughs> Sorry, I'm yeah. confused. How does he know that he sent $200? Because he's chatting with Adams in the in the background. Oh, is he actually? I just kind of assumed he knew about this guy and just, I didn't realize he was, in my mind, he wasn't dealing with this. No, we, we find out, in the, again, for a, at this point, I'm like, Peter is Adams, but then uh, we Fair. we reveal in the next episode that he is in, in contact with this Adams. <laughs> I, so find let, it a, I find it a little bit confusing. Like, I, I, I find Peter's role in the Adams thing a little bit confusing. I understand the Adams side of it, right? 
Adams is, oh, a, yeah. as we're going to see, is a fucking loser, right? Like an old loser. So he would probably Spoiler. be like, yeah, like so he's like, I'm in love with, <laughs> I'm in love with Darcy, and I want to meet her, and she's like everything to me. So of course she'd be chatting with Peter, right? Tell me more about Darcy. Is Darcy? What did Darcy say about yeah, me? Maybe. Right? I, I did guess, this with Darcy, yeah. and Peter is, I guess, like the problem is that Peter wants this to end with him hooking up with Darcy. Like that's in his. his brain. This is the next natural step of this to go is to him to date Darcy. Yeah. And that's the part where it's like, if Peter, let's say Darcy did something shitty to Peter um, or even not shitty, just perceived shitty by Peter. Let's say Darcy ratted Peter out for being at the dance in his gorilla costume. And Peter was like, I'm going to get revenge on her. Then it's not right, but at least I'd understand the motivation. But here I don't get it. This is the uh, second time that he has now taken sexually suggestive photos of underage people. So he now should have two charges of child pornography under his well, And yet again, he's like, nothing. oh, he sent me a $200 thank you. And Darcy's like, oh, I didn't think we'd get more than $20 or whatever. And it's just like, did you talk, did you talk about? Do you have a rate list on your paying website? for these photos? Like, there's no. I'm missing a conversation. <laughs> it's just Maybe pay it's what you can. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm missing a conversation that is explicitly saying, "Oh, I'm going to upload these for money." Right. Yeah. I mean, and I, uh, and another again, where where Peter fits in there, I'm not really sure. Like, he clearly gives Darcy all this money for her to buy Maybe uniforms, or oh, yeah. is that different money, or like what? Like I, I'm, I'm a little bit confused about the hierarchy of where the money's going. And again, as a, as a coach who has to order uniforms, this is <laughs> unrealistic as well. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's up to the cheer captain. Fuck. I'm. <laughs> I would love to know what these passwords are because I bet they're amazing. Password. They're probably like fluffy sparkles. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, four twenty sixty nine. So uh, back from commercial, Liberty asks JT how the premiere went, and she's wanting to talk to him about something, but they're interrupted by Mia, and uh, Mia starts to talk to JT, kind of like <laughs> Liberty isn't there. So, oh yeah, Liberty Homer Simpson's into the bushes, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she says, "I get it. You don't want to talk to me because I have a kid." And JT's like, "I love kids," and offers to take her and Bella out for ice cream. And this whole conversation is overheard by Liberty, who is so sad. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a mode of this show. Certain people so sad. Yep, and that's it. They just let them sit in their sadness. Yep, look. Liberty, so sad. It's been all right times, so sad. And several others. So the squad is still practicing, and Darcy comes in with their new uniforms, which are short shorts. Uh, yeah, Derek Okay, for starters, the turnaround on this is nuts. There is no way they would get their uniforms that fast. God damn. Yes, that is good point. <laughs> That's what I feel is unrealistic but about this show. The cost, of the, the amount of money that she either sold these photos for or somehow found is, like, those uniforms minimum probably cost that team $4,000. <laughs> and the school wow. doesn't care, right? Because the school's like, look, if you kids can raise the money, you can buy whatever <laughs> you want. We don't care. Because that's exactly how it works. Yeah. So Derek puts on the shorts and says they're way too short. And this is, of course, comedy. 
Darcy clarifies the shorts are for girls, and she claims that she sold chocolate bars to raise the money. And Shantae, who is dumb, is like, sounds good, and leaves. Hey, she got free uniform. She doesn't care. <laughs> yep. Who the fuck just, like, that's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. We have, like, these crazy people sometimes come around selling chocolate bars, but they're like, crazy people. <laughs> well, I think you kind of let it out right there when he said, these crazy people these, come around. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we get it. Hi, Mom. Going to go sell chocolate bars. Like, that's not something you just do. Mm-hmm. You used to. Yeah, back in the day. Oh, not yeah. like as a part of an organization, not just on your own. Oh, fair. <laughs> I bought a box of Kit Kats from Costco. I'm going to go sell them now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to mark them up and uh, make a profit. Uh, Manny asks what happens if Miss Hatzalakis or Simpson, I don't know, I guess Simpson because he's in the computer lab, but when they find out what Darcy really did, and I thought to myself, what does happen? Like, and, and what happens if a parent finds out like, oh, you, my children were in a, uh, thing with the cheer squad where they posted photos online. And by the way, spoiler alert, a number of seasons down the road, we're going to do this plot again, and it's going to be much, much worse. So... I mean, you know, I I do... I appreciate the message, right? The message of, like, be careful what you post online, you know, uh, also... You don't know who you're talking to online, like you know, yeah, all that. You know, I have to remember what year this was when this came out, too, right? It was a little fresher in what people were doing, not really understanding than it is now, even though people are still doing these stupid things. But I'm not sure we learned, but yeah, Mm, they still went about it in like the worst possible way. (laughs) It's very heavy handed, it's like it's like she basically sets up a fans only page she did maybe she like the whole idea what the hell like come on like there's more realistic stories that you could tell about talking to some a stranger online like that would i think speak to the audience more going not i'm gonna put up all these titty photos that was the first ever episode of degrassi the next generation remember i was talking to oh this went bad what i can't believe it well, and like nowhere in this episode do we even see Emma, right? Emma could be like, "Did you know that the first episode of this entire series, I went through a <laughs> Manny similar could thing?" Have said it. Yeah, Manny, her friend, right? Yes. Who's That's like, "Remember when me, feat. me, Toby, and JT had to hack a password to figure out <laughs> yeah, we where our seven. friend was getting molested?" Do you remember that? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking one of the worst episodes ever. It didn't even have Emma in it. Didn't even need it. How bad is this show? Oof. So Gross. during this Manny and uh, Darcy conversation, Peter shows up. <laughs> and he's God. like, I'm all in. There won't be a problem because those photos are on a secret page. And then he oh. says to both of them, they should do another photo shoot because, and I quote, <laughs> Papa needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> So now he's the pimp. Yeah. So, and he starts God. the whole thing. Yeah. Again, yeah. I don't understand the flow of money here. Like, I'm not sure. <laughs> and then he does the Godfather dance from WWF. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's like, you girls got to join the whole train. <laughs> and then it goes, 
to be continued. Well, Manny finally is like, you need to get a life, and she leaves. No, taking no further action. She's just like, I'm not having any of this. And after she leaves, we just see Peter and Darcy looking at each other like two morons. Show ends. <laughs> to be continued. Their own secret handshake to finish it up. Yeah, the three words I wanted to hear about this episode. To be continued. Oh, please give me more. <laughs> Ooh, you know what I didn't have enough of. Part two is probably written by an entirely different like writing cat. Like, and none of it makes sense. Yes. Like, here you go. Yep, it's uh, it's and and the worst part about part two is that we still have this shitty A plot, and the B plot is worse. Like, <laughs> how's that possible? Yeah, like yeah, what, this B plot in part two is a doozy. It's just like the girls in this in this series are so fucking mistreated. Yeah, there there there's gaslighting. There's no consequences to the guys. There's sexual harassment. The girls are predatory all, behavior. Yeah, it's it, like <sighs> Liberty is is powerless to JT flirting. She just has to be sad. She has no control over what <sighs> she's doing. JT has complete control over Mia, the meatball sub. She's just like, no, oh, he doesn't like me. He's not, he's not going to take me out for food until he asks well, her. Uh, here's the thing. I do think that women are mistreated in our society and yes. i do think that there's many pitfalls that teenage girls can fall into as a result of that but i wish that there were depictions of people who were less powerless <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah exactly and who does the powerful woman do she, oh she's peter's mom and she's just like that's cool <laughs> it's true yeah like technically Bye. she is the most powerful person in this universe and is like Duh, i'm the principal ttyn like okay what the fuck like you are a principal of the school like you probably had to kind of claw your way to the top and now you're like these girls are whores like They'll what? figure it out on their own. Even worse. My boy is the too. best. Like, Miss Hatzalakis's roles in this show so far have been a sex object for the students when she was a teacher. Uh -huh. And, like, the doting, stupid principal of the school uh, with her stupid son. Like, that's and, that's and the role she plays. And with Snake, Oh, right? yes, that's right. And also, <laughs> yeah, for Snake getting his dick wet. That's... Yes, yep. homewrecker. Homewrecker. And yeah, exactly. It, and anybody who I've heard of having like parents as teachers or principals or vice principals or whatever, they're like, I don't really want to be in that school because the parent will be tougher on them than anything. <laughs> they're not going to oh, dote on them because that's just not really a thing. Like that would be so rare for like, oh, my little boy. It's like. Then it's like on Simpsons when Marge goes, go play with your friends at his Jimbo and all that. And they're like, we're going to kill you. <laughs> it's kind of like that. So you wouldn't want it. It would be it'd be more realistic if she was keeping him like, I guess, kind of on the straight and narrow and just like putting her keeping her thumb on him. And if it was a girl, if it was a daughter, that would absolutely be the plot line. Oh, be for like sure. Absolutely. Be, her being too hard on her. and, and Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, everybody, right. it uh, doesn't get better in part two. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> in, until, until next time, if you can uh, stick with us, uh, 
You know, write us. Tell us, are we completely wrong? Did we miss the point of this? <laughs> Let us know, narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com, at Narbos Podcast on X if you want. I'm not going to answer there. At Narbos and Broomheads Podcast on Instagram. Um, I'm Slip with Five Eyes or Slip. Uh, who's out there in uh, Regina where we love eight inch cocks? Yeah! <laughs> hey, Arlo! You can follow me on Instagram at A-R-L-O-E-S-C-O-T-T. I heart eight inch cocks. Uh, if you were a part of Degrassi and this happened, you'd be like, he wrote I heart eight inch cocks on my forehead and boys are silly. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Courtney. Yes, it's me. Uh, I'm up in Ottawa. Um, you know how much sexual harassment goes on up here. Uh-huh. Elbow gate. Uh, that's all I can think of right now. Um... <laughs> Uh-huh. so not much <laughs> so not much unless you're a conservative and then it's everything Courtney.1293 on Instagram might as well head down the 401 uh-huh. oh that's to me in Oakville and uh, yeah I got nothing you can follow me at folly underscore T at Instagram Teddy what are you saying hey I'm Ted at uh, say 3 on the Instagram machine out here in uh, Newfoundland yeah so uh who do we throw it back to? It's Hello? Me. Yeah. All right, everybody. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to run away, but we'll see you in a week with more fun on Narbos and Broomheads. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I just said I'd go get my up. I would never do my homework. I would stay up late and dream about I would never get girls out of my house. Maybe I would. I would walk around the goddamn. Don't you get